this morning. Got yourself a gun. I love this show. I just watched the whole thing from Did start you? to finish again. Yep. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the family with Don Bernard Podcast with Hackmaster Ralph Dwayne Basham, MD. Andy Brant Bernard. Officer Dave. Officer Dave, special in studio guest. Got Timmy Lammers at 1045. Got Kristen Burke coming up at 1130. We're loaded for Bert. Catherine should be here any minute. I know Alex is not coming in, but it all works out in the end. Right, Andy? Yep. <laughs> you horn dude. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rob. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. And so what's the latest? Anything any good? Or does everybody still just hate everybody for no reason? <laughs> Tom, Tom, you sound so, so very good. It's the sweet relief of being fired. Yes, it is. <laughs> Friday's sweet, the last day. Sweet I got, relief. <clears throat> I got tomorrow and then I got Friday. I'm not doing a show Thursday because I'm... I went to the dermatologist today and got a bunch of stuff hacked off my noggin. So I've done none of it. Oh, Turtle doves here, loving that weather. Mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking it well, honey. He's decided to not go poop until spring. Yeah, he's so not going to poop until spring again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going Judy. Catherine, what do you think of the uh, face? Looks good, doesn't it? Looks like my legs. Your le- yeah, your legs and my face. That'll be, that's great. You got great parents there, Andy. But he said it looks everything looks pretty good. He's going to test it just to make sure. But he said everything's looking good. And he got rid of all the stuff. He uh, zapped me in about ten different spots, so that's good. Got little tiny ones like up here that he just zapped yeah, at. He I'm didn't. I'm very familiar with the concept. <clears throat> yes, you are familiar with the concept. So you're all cleaned up. I'm all cleaned, cleaned up. up ready well, for that the... one that one little patch that I had right there was not good. It was okay. a, little, a little darker patch. Anything yeah. that just shows up suddenly. <clears throat> 
and so it's dark and irregular, you need to go in like in <coughs> a lot of times you can't get into a dermatologist for four to six to eight months. Except if you know Pat Eberts, whose twin brother is Mike Eberts. Or, right and, and if you can't get into somebody you know, you tell them, I have something that's been growing suddenly and is dark with irregular borders, and they will generally get you in to look no, at no, it. He was great. He was terrific. Mike said to say hello to everybody, especially his cousin. Yes. You, 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 you. That's all I'm saying. By the way, last night. By the way, last night. I stay up late last night because I know I had to. I could sleep in a little bit because I had to go to the doctor this morning, right? Every night for 30, <laughs> but 41 years now. I knew you were going to complain about 41 <laughs> years when I get up to go to bed, I lean over and kiss her goodnight and tell her I love her. Last night I stayed up. She goes to bed early, just walks up the stairs. <laughs> No kiss. No, I, I love you. I came back nothing. down, no, and you were in bed. I, no. It was a disaster. No, that's, uh, Tom, you're a saint for having to live with this neglect in this way. And the, and the attacks that are continuing ongoing. I can't the believe this is going on. I'm very uncomfortable. Here. I don't know. I'm very uncomfortable. Poor, poor Tom. You would have no idea how... I treat him so horribly. It's it's horrible. Mm -hmm. We watched the second episode of Wednesday last night, which is an interesting show for me to be watching. Yeah, it's kind, your of, coat. it's kind of Harry Potter-y in a way, but it's very dark and it's not so... Rapey. Harry Potter is rapey? No. No. So far, no rapiness okay. in Wednesday, Adams. Well, what's the target age, would you say? You know what? I don't know. It's Teen got, girls, probably. Uh, yeah. Well, it can't be that dark then. Well, yeah. It does talk about suicide and stuff, so I would say older. Yeah, maybe older. You're right. Maybe 18. Yeah. Mm. The young woman who plays Wednesday is phenomenal. Yeah, she's really good at it. Apparently. Really Alex looked it up yesterday. She's like 22 or something. She's 22? <laughs> she's 20. 20. Or you 20. looked it up. Yeah. She looks like she's 11. They can do a lot with costumes and makeup yes, and filters can. and well, CGI. Now, now yeah. that I know she's 20, I can say she's a very pretty woman. Yeah. She really is. Well, the character is 16 in this. 16, okay, that makes about yeah. She looks younger than 16, though. <clears throat> she does. She looks very young. I know. Now that I know how old she is, it's now different. she looks older than me. <laughs> <Now> it's <laughs> different. The illusion is shattered. I would say because of streaming, the television has never been better. There's so much great stuff. And every TV time now. you say, "Let's look for a movie," I'm like, "No." Oh, movies! Forget it's it. Hardly ever a good movie anymore. <laughs> movies are terrible now. Yeah. They just aren't very good. They're just reboots of the same old rehashed yes, stuff. Yes, they are. The way of the water. You'll be yeah. here for seven hours. No, I won't. <laughs> or, yeah, or they're super long. Although we're looking forward to maybe. I hope that Jiminy Cricket with the grandkids will be a good one. Yeah, that's uh, Hilarmo del Toro. Yeah. Yeah. See, if I were... It's two hours long, though, for a kid. I know. If I were James Cameron, I would make a sequel called Titanic 2. And yes. it's just a three-hour shot of the boat at the bottom of the ocean. They did that in the original. They have, like, 40 minutes of, here's the ship. There, that's well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was almost all B-roll. <laughs> it's all true. Did, did you know there was a big discussion, and they, they took it to a scientist and solved the problem... At the end of Titanic, when they're both floating on a door in the ocean, mm -hmm. everybody said that is not possible. There is no way that two people could could float on one door well, in the ocean. That was the point, is they weren't floating on one door. She was. That's he, why he, he was died. On, yeah. Because they, I thought they were both on for a moment. Nope. Well, that's what they were saying on this, this TV show. The guy was, he had his arms up on it, but he was in the water swimming. 
freezing to death. Well, I found out how Leonardo DiCaprio turned out. It's too bad he didn't drown. Thank you oh, very much. Great wow. to wow. Just kidding. Well, he is an arrogant little prick, though. Of course God, he is. He's, yeah. he's a movie star. <laughs> yeah. You know, he literally, he literally won't date anybody that's over like 23 years old. I think old. it's 25. 25, okay. And how old is he, like 50? How old is he? He's got to be in his 50s by now, I would think. He is 48. 48, so yeah, almost. 48. And it just runs through him. Once you get hit at 25, you turn him out. Like a turned out boy in the you know in the polygamy community. The turned out boy. There's a chart out there. Yeah, here it is. It lists all of his relationships. So let's see here. <laughs> They've charted relationships. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I mean, you know, yes. Age versus time. time. Age <laughs> yeah. seems to be reducing over time. Yes. Well, I mean, kind of. Let me just Okay, the ratio of his age to their age reduces over yes, time. That. Yeah, let's two see. to one right now. <laughs> so, yeah, when he was 24, he started dating a girl. Who was 18. Okay. He dumped her when she was 23. <laughs> Too old. When And then he moved on to someone who was 20. Oh, well. Dated her for five years until she was 25. And then went through a series of increasingly young relationships. God. Um, yeah, it looks like he had two real relationships. And then he has never dated anyone over the age of 25. Yeah. <laughs> and he's 48. He is, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it just, it's, and then that's such a, well, I don't that's th- gross. A lot yes. of, a lot of actors, they can't, their relationships are all about having somebody around them telling them how wonderful they are. Yeah, yeah. That's You give young right. girls Louis Vuitton purses and flights on private planes, well, and they're going to Care- tell careful. you how wonderful yeah, they I are. I know, but then that's sort of, that borderlines on, you know. Paying for well, they think relation, paying they for think the relationship, but they which think is, it's going to come to something. Oh, they think I know. They, and, they really love or the, them, or they may not, or they just want that relationship oh, and they want the Louis Vuitton purse. I mean, there's a lot, lot. The, the emotional piece of that, you know, don't overestimate. No. I have a question for Officer Dave and Doctor Basham. Uh, knowing our situation, do you think I'll ever have a problem with uh, Catherine praising me too much? <laughs> I think you're probably safe, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, yeah. that's the thing, is when you praise yourself enough, you don't need other people. Oh, oh and, 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 and how much you praise her. Nonstop. It is nonstop, uh, unending. Oh, non-stop. He never non-stop. has yeah. a bad thing it, to it, say it, about it, me. It, some, at some point, it's almost as <laughs> nauseating how close <laughs> you are to her. It, it makes, is. In 37 years, wow. I've never had a, heard a bad word come out of his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. See, there yes. you go. Right there. Turtle dove, mm-hmm. it's just always the, the most kind words. And now, look at this. And she reaches and just strikes out like that, acts out like that. And like a cobra. <laughs> a cobra. Squirts that venom in your eye. You know what? i got to pass along some, some text messages I've been getting from almost all women. They're all women who are going to miss the KQ Morning Show. Well, me on the KQ oh, Morning dear. Show anyway. Right. But right. they're so sweet because they just talk about you and Andy and Alex and the family and the grandkids and the friends and all that. They're very, very sweet uh, messages about how they love that community feel that we got, particularly surrounding the family. I, and that's very nice to hear. Yeah. Well, it, it's very true because I'm, when Andy and Alex were born, I remember the pride in your voice talking about them. Oh, it was unbelievable. As they grow up. So, you know. Heck, as a listener forever, we feel like we grew up as uncles and aunts and uncles to them. <laughs> to Andy and Alex. Exactly. Because, you know, you share their lives and you talk with that much pride yep. about them. It's, it's easy to 
feel like we watched him grow up too. No, no question. And, and now that Andy has a child, he understands what I mean by the first time. It's not because you were a boy. It was just because you were first born. The first time you hold that firstborn child, it's like, my God, I didn't know I could love somebody this much. I mean, you love, I love Catherine over, way over the top, but holding that child, did you get that when you held Ian for the first time? Ian? The Ian, Ethan. Ian, yeah, Ian McClellan. <laughs> What's his name? Hey, I love I, him so much. I just had my face worked over. Sorry. That's true. You probably have a lot of lidocaine in there. I think I have yeah. a lot of lidocaine in my brain. So, Ethan, yeah, the first time you held Ethan, wasn't that amazing feeling? His brain is numb. My brain is numb, exactly. That's exactly right. That's a deep injection. So the first time I held him wasn't until, I don't even know when. It was, took a while. I mean, they have to do 80,000 tests and injections and everything. The first, like, 48 hours is nothing but monitoring. and. Well, yeah, but he was jaundiced and stuff, so there was a little bit of stuff. But he's just talking about when you did Mm -hmm. get to hold him. I think we were both so exhausted our memories weren't working at that point. Yeah, there's that. I don't even remember the first time, honestly. No, you don't, you really? I mean, we had gotten three days of consecutive maybe three hours of sleep well so. the problem was for me since being you were born on october 26th i had to miss an entire world series game just to wait for you to show up can you believe I mean, it was just painful well, i'm gonna start to say you're a saint for doing I'm that saint. missing a world series game <laughs> absolutely Do you remember saint. what the, the 86 world series was <clears throat> it was the new york yankees see here and it was a kansas city no um, that was the mets it was the mets yep. it was the uh, mets. it was a subway series yeah, I, no, Mets it's Yankees? Mets and Boston. Yep, Mets and Boston. Mets very and good. Red Sox. Wow. I mean, that's huge. That was a huge World Series. That was a big one. There's no question about that. But um, yeah, I, I still can't believe. It. I was just thinking, thinking about this last. Night. I cannot believe that you and I are coming up on being married 40 years. Mm-hmm. My God. I know. I in a row. In a row. <laughs> yeah. Consecutively. She believes that she says, oh, I believe it's been that long. Now, lately, least. I've been feeling every one of my years. Oh, <laughs> no, settle down. I, I do. I feel every I'll one leave of them Friday lately. at 922. It'll all be over, and you don't have to worry about that's it ever again. just about you. Oh! There's been a lot of stuff going on. Well, that's true. Yes. That is very, very Lots. true. Lots. No question about it. Just let me know when uh, Timmy's ready to go, if you would, Andy. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. We tipped 40. Oh, that's right. We tipped 40, yeah. In yeah. a row. Uh, 40. In January. In a row. I love nice. how that... In a row. In a row. In a row. 40 in a row. Yeah. That's you know good. what that sticks in my head, by the way? This is true. I'm mm-hmm. not kidding. Well, <clears throat> you know, uh, tradition prevailing, certainly. <laughs> my father's parents, my grandfather and grandmother, were celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary... And I was, I think, around 12 years old, something like that, somewhere in there. And I remember like three people at their celebration. So, well, they're celebrating 50 years. means pretty soon they'll be dead. It's like, jeez. Wow. (laughs) What are they going to put a positive spin on it? Yeah, I just love those people that their perspective is always (laughs) a buzzkill. Most most people did die in their 60s back then. That's true. They did. That's true. We have Tim on... Tim's in his 60s, as far as IQ is concerned. Thank you very much, Bill. Uh, always have been, and it's dropping by the minute. Dropping <laughs> like a rock. We were just r- railing, uh, not railing, rallying around uh, Wednesday. That's the second word today I've mispronounced because I have so much lidocaine in my system. I can't think. <laughs> well, uh, um, so what was this about? 
something dying or something? What's going on? What were you oh, talking I mean, about? My, my, my father's parents, they're my oh. grandfather and grandmother, celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. I was like 12 years old, and I heard three different people in Long Prairie, Minnesota say, well, it's their 50th wedding anniversary. They'll be dead soon. I was like, oh, Jesus. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, they were, that's but, words yeah. of encouragement. <laughs> but well, I, the, the, yeah. the wonder is how they didn't kill each other by that time, maybe. Well, you know, there is that. Years, that's a long time, man. You know what's really weird thinking back to that? I never even considered this before because most people lived in their, to be in their mid-60s back then. But my grandparents, the youngest to die was 83 and the oldest to die was the biggest prick of them all, my mother's father, who lived to be like 94 years old. I know. My grandparents all lived, well, almost everybody lived into their 90s except for really? one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's very rare for back then, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had, I had I a great-grandmother that went to 98. God, that's amazing. Yeah, uncles, everybody yeah. lived pretty long yeah, they in, did. in my family. And yeah. then, the, then there's the cliche side where everybody dies at 70. Well, really? 70's not horrible. It's only this four years. We were watching yeah. Tom Papa's uh, comedy oh, God, special last funny. night. What's, what was the one we just watched? Is his newest one? Yeah, it's his newest one. Uh, it's called Why, Why Something. I can't remember the name of it. He's yeah, got, he's got really quite good. a few of them on. He was talking about 70, being 70, that his parents were in their 70s and how they shouldn't be allowed to travel and they shouldn't be allowed to do this. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, wow, wow, wow. Exactly. No more bicycle build for two. It's a suicide mission. American life expectancy is 78. That's pretty good. So I got seven more years to hang around with you. Oh, seven <laughs> more years, really? You're gonna just expire? Well, that's, it. Done. that's what it right Danny just That's what the me. tables say. I'm dying then. That's what I'm checking out. Forget. <laughs> well, speaking true. of age and tying into entertainment. Entertainment. Did you yeah. catch the first episode? Because that's all that's available for 1923. I haven't seen it yet. No. Oh, it's just oh, coming out today. Freaking amazing. Is it it's today? Great. And did, did it start streaming or did you watch a preview? Uh, it, no, no, no. It started on Sunday. Oh, it did? Oh, oh okay. 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 Yeah, it was great. We hopped from uh, my wife and I. We watched uh, Tulsa King in the morning. That's our new Sunday morning ritual. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now. Tulsa and, King. And um, we hopped right from Tulsa King into 1923. Okay. Uh, it was elation because it's Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford, yeah. but also a tinge of sadness knowing that Harrison is 80, and I God. think Helen has got to be close. Yeah, and it's she like, has to my be. God, I hope you go on for 10 more years, 15 more years. They both look terrific, but it kind of, you know, you wonder at some point, maybe if not for any other reason, they're just damn sick of getting up in the morning and and they can yeah. afford to retire, you know? I mean, so it, it's so wonderful to see an actor be so freaking great at age 80 like Harrison uh, is. Okay, so and, 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 and Helen Mirren as well. God, that, they're wonderful. That was my question, because Helen Mirren has been working consistently. Harrison yes. Ford, I haven't seen him in anything in a while. So I was wondering how he was going to be. It's good to hear that he's still oh, got it. Yeah. And isn't yeah, and he's work, he's been working on the Indiana Jones movie. And if you haven't seen that trailer, watch that trailer. They do de-age him for some scenes, um, but he, he, it's just as magical as it's always been. Oh, good. Seeing him as Indiana Jones, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, but, you know, Harrison's been doing, he did the Star Wars movie. He's done enough stuff. He's actually got another series coming up on Apple TV Plus oh. uh, relatively soon. So, 
Yeah, but, you know, I, I, I see him and it's like, God dang, he's good. And he looks great. I mean, you know, you got to remember, this guy's doing horseback and everything now. Right. You know, we're falling off a horse could maybe kill you. Kill him. Yes. <laughs> I mean, let, you the know, let's just tell him like it is. Doctor slams it in there. Oh, yeah. You. So, so you know, the fact that he's doing that stuff, and 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 the other thing about Helen Mirren, I mean, it's just again, beauty with age, man. Mm -hmm. She's never done the Botox or anything like. That. She didn't go down the Madonna route. Oh, we wow. discussed that on the the, the morning show a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago. Um, so you know, she's just naturally beautiful and. It's just, and again, there's just so damn good. My wife remarked that, you know what? This just feels, it feels cinematic when you have those two kids on the screen. It just, and, and of course, it's the epic scale of, you know, what um, uh, Tyler, Taylor Sheridan has brought to, you know, Yellowstone and, and that world. I mean, the guy, he is just so gifted. And then Terrific. Those, uh, th that guy together with these two actors, it feels like a giant sprawling Western movie a once upon a time in the west right yeah. kind of deal so it's really really cool you know the star tribune said in their uh review of are you there night hello can We're you not here. hear me he can't hear us i can't do anything about it hello uh we're here well why can't he hear us are we not going across i think we are timmy timmy crackhorn oh this wouldn't he, be the first time. He'll maybe he'll hang up and call back. Yeah, he just dropped. Or what, speaking of sort of westerns, we're at, what is it? Joe Pickett. Joe Pickett. Yeah, Joe it's really Pickett. good. It's about, really good. It's, it, it's in the west. It's not about. A, it's not a western. He's a game a, warden. Game warden. Yeah, um, and one of the guys that was in Yellowstone <clears throat> plays somebody that shows up in the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, and he's really good as a real scumbag. <laughs> That's a good show. That yeah. is a good show. Man, I'm telling you, television's never been better because yeah. of streaming. And who's the guy that plays Joe Pickett? I don't know his name, but he's really good. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he is. Interesting that there's a resurrection of Western, Western-esque yeah. kind of uh, yep. shows. Because Westerns were really out of fashion for a long time. Yeah, they're kind time. of back now, it seems. Well, I think uh, Deadwood brought him back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah, probably you're right. right. But yeah. I, and it's just all that scenery out in Wyoming and so Montana. And, well, New Mexico. I think, I think they film most of... Yellowstone in New Mexico, probably because the weather's better. Yeah, they can film yeah. year-round or whatever they do. I don't know how long it takes to make a mm -hmm. year-long series. And but hmm. yeah, because I mean Montana. Tim is back. Is bad. Timmy for winters. Tim, can Timmy, you hear us? Timmy can't hear us still. No, his setup's broken. Uh oh. Uh oh. Maybe he's got was, test. There oh, you are. are. You there? Test. Hello. <laughs> oh, he can't hear us. Shoot. We can hear him, but he can't hear mm -hmm. us. Interesting when this weather changes, you know, the internet connection seems to be kind of fragile. Oh, oh yeah. It, it, is, it is the most oh, yeah. bizarre thing. When it gets warm, oh, your internet is, is oh, well, geez, it's getting warm. And then when it gets cold, well, don't you buy equipment that, uh, you know, tolerates these well, wide okay. swings and it's in temperature? Waves. It's <laughs> satellite yeah. waves. There's more than that. Those boxes hanging on those. Copper, those things, yeah. That, uh, uh, you know, copper expands and yeah. contracts very uh, easily. Okay. But in this day and age. They should use something different in the boxes that are up north. If you're in Arizona all the time, well, it's the same temperature all the time. It's no big deal. Yeah. But here, when you go from minus 35 to 110, yeah. you yeah. figure it out. Well, fiber optic wouldn't have that issue, yeah. but it's going to be a long time until all the copper is replaced with fiber. It's going to be probably 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If that. If that. I'm sure. Can Tim just call in on the phone or something? I 
he says he's just going to go with the laptop mic. So, well, that'll work. <clears throat> once well, he gets it in, we'll see how it works. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Cast, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Join hedge fund manager Larry Bernstein for his podcast, What Happens Next in Six Minutes. The format gives the guest speaker just six minutes to present his argument, followed by a provocative question and answer period for deeper engagement. Check out the What Happens Next in Six Minutes podcast with Matthew Continetti on a history of the American right and why there has never been a consensus among conservatives. Aaron Friedberg and how we screwed things up with China. Casey Mulligan on what is driving up inflation. Tom Sankton on the challenges in obtaining a ransom for a business executive after a kidnapping. What happens next in six minutes is fast-paced, intense, and thought-provoking. Bring your A-game because what happens next will challenge you. New episodes are posted every weekend. What happens next in six minutes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe and give the show a listen. Tom here with my good friend, CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, I was out in Maple Grove the other day, saw your new branch that's under construction. It's looking great. Thanks, Tommy. We're very excited to open our new Maple Grove branch in the Arbor Lakes area later this year. Well, the way I do math, that's the sixth North American Banking Company, and you only have five fingers. How'd you get to six? I used my computer. (laughs) (laughs) We better not ad-lib. All right, we won't (laughs) ad-lib. Never mind. People will... Well, well, you're not mean. that good at it. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. That's, right? you know, we have locations in Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. One thing I like about being a North American Banking Company customer is I can do a lot of my banking online or on your mobile app, but sometimes it helps to go in and talk to one of your friendly bankers in person. Everybody loves when you visit, Tommy. We hope to see you in Maple Grove soon. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Okay, I have a question for everybody while we're waiting for Timmy. I don't know if I can stay with eighteen ninety nine. It's just too weird. I know. It is. It's not it's, very good. Well, it's interesting. First of all, it's a crowd show. So. It is. Well, that, <laughs> it is very Let's start true. with that. I say that it it my sort of feels German. like a Spanish story. But it's German. But it's done by Germans, yeah. which is very interesting because yeah. I don't really know of any German television shows that I've ever watched other than Sprockets. Nine! Sprockets. <laughs> Nine. On uh, Saturday on? Night Nine. <laughs> Every German show has to be on Channel Nine. <laughs> my, my wife does that Duolingo, and she's trying to learn German. Me too! What's she at? What level is she at? Oh, I don't know. She's like... 
10 million days in a row or something. You're trying to, le- you're trying to learn German? <laughs> German and Spanish at the same time. It's Holy hell, that's duo, Duolingo. It's actually a really good idea. It keeps your uh, brain well, clicking Well, but Spanish on. and German have nothing in common. I know. So that's why you don't really mix them up. I confuse you more. You know well, what? It, it, it does when I switch from German to Spanish, then I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like I, got, I have to switch in my head. And it's a, I think that's actually good for your brain. I think Tim just called in. Timmy! This is me. Yep. It's one of those deals. Hello? Hello? The, the phone sounds so good, I, I, I don't know at what point I dropped off, but I'm back. No, you you need to pay good. those bills. I want you to guess. We were just talking about my, my mother was 100% German, and Catherine's learning uh-huh. to speak German. And I just thought of the very first German word I ever learned. Should I see if you guys know? No, <laughs> even worse. The first German word oh, I learned was Oshloch. Oshloch? You know I, what Oshloch is? I can guess what it is, yes. What is it? Something about asshole or You asshole. got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop being such an Oshloch. Oshloch. It's like, okay, Nana. That isn't on uh, Duolingo yet. <laughs> no. not, Oshloch's not on there yet? No. I heard Ishtapekwa a lot from my, my grandma. Yep. And what does that mean? <laughs> you shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ishtapekwa. see, there you go. So, Timmy, back to you. We're just talking about 1899, and I don't know if I can watch much more of it. It's just it's too weird. Hmm. Well, again, I'm, my, I'm right now. I don't. I didn't even finish it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, watched, I mean, the it's first parts good. are they're great, but yep. I'm you know so that's the big disadvantage going into 1923. It's like I was too excited about Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford <laughs> that I just went right into 1923. <clears throat> yep. And uh, you know because look, it's a prequel. You can start where you know. All right, so I'm going to pick up on the Yellowstone story starting in 1923. Um, so, what weird as in how? I mean, what what exactly is the deal? Well, it's so it's filmed so dark. It's very dark. You know, it's hard to see. It's one of those. It's filmed so dark that you can't really see unless you turn off all the lights in the house and you you know. Um, oh yeah. And it's kind of slow. It's very. Slow. It's very very slow. It's like yes, we know we have a ghost ship. You know, but nothing like, okay. ever happens other than guys whacking a mole on each other. That's great. Good I think you. a lot more this happens than 1890, that. Is this is an 1883 you're talking about? No, no, 1899. It's about a ship. The Prometheus oh, is lost at sea. Okay, yeah, no, no. I was, I, I thought. Yeah, what there's... the hell? I thought you loved that. that, that, that okay. The first right, here we go. episode, That's... yeah. <laughs> first episode was good. The rest right, was boring as hell. Too, too damn many 1800s shows right. going yes. on here. <laughs> yes. Okay, no wonder. It's like, okay, well, I didn't think that 1883. No, no, my daughter was watching 1899. And that was yeah, that's, too weird. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, yeah it's that's 1899. One. That's the one with the ships. Yeah, I didn't finish. I didn't finish that. No, okay. I don't think um, I'm going so, to either. But, Okay, so uh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna. First of all, I want to say something. I for Christmas, I'm gonna ask Santa Claus for a new headset. Okay? <laughs> I like it. So come the Santa. new year, Good idea. Uh, you'll be able to hear me better uh, on on the headset. It's like enough of this now. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, so you did finish 1899. No, 1883. I mean, 1889, 1883. <laughs> yes, we finished 1883. <laughs> We're yes, gonna we have did. to start this over. <laughs> we'll have a chart. Yeah, we'll put exactly. a chart on the website. <laughs> no, I love that. First of all, I love Sam Elliott. I think he's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. 
that makes sense. And then when you start talking about whacking them all, it's like, huh? Oh, yeah. What? Mm. <laughs> then it then it, then it clicks. Uh, but yeah, no, no, no. I uh, so yeah, no on 1899. Yes on 1883. Yes. Yes on 1923. Mm-hmm. Yes on Tulsa King. Are you caught up with that? We haven't watched Sunday's episode yet. Maybe tonight would be well, a good night to watch. Well, you saw the last one, though. Oh, it you got a little violent the at the end there. <laughs> yes, when his head exploded. And then you know that there's it's basically the point of no return from there. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I do. Mean, I don't know how, yeah. It's going to be a gang war. You can yeah, feel it, it coming. It's going to be, look, I will tell you that there are some laughs still. Oh, good. In really? The, the sixth episode. But, you know, it's just very minor. I mean, compared to the stuff earlier in the season. I think the laughter went out the window after the dad of, of Ty uh, said he set his GPS to dumbass mother effort. <laughs> that was one of the funniest lines in the whole thing. Good um, hell of a show. But, uh, yeah, after that, things kind of got really ugly in that last, you know, in, the, in episode Ooh. five. When, uh, the daughter made a big revelation to her father, and uh, then it kind of turned uh, Joe Pesci, uh, Billy Bat's Goodfellas sort of violence. Yep, it uh, did in that that episode, and then in this one, obviously, you know, the crap is going to come down. They're, they're not just going to leave that slide. So that'll be a little preview for you for episode six. Plus, he's messing with the. Uh, the balloon guys, the, uh, what is that? The helium? helium? Not helium, what is... Oh, nitrous or something? That's nitrous, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, they're interfering in that guy's business affairs. So, yeah, so he's got people starting to come from him at from all sides now. So, yeah, it's, it's getting really... I love that sort of stuff, though, still. I mean, you know, the refreshing part of that series for me at the beginning was just how funny it was and how terrific of a... I mean... Sly is not trying to be funny. He's no. naturally funny. Right. And how delightful that was to see how naturally funny the guy is. Um, but then now now we're talking about the heavy hitter gangster sort of stuff that's happening with this. So um, another quick Taylor Sheridan note. Mayor of Kingstown is coming back January 15th for season two. Terrific. So, yeah, I am really, really excited about that, too. I mean, yep. just great stuff. One series after the next from this guy, you know? Oh, he's a, he's amazing. He is really, really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's good TV right now, man. There's no question about that. No, So we got, um, I understand Tulsa King's already been picked up for a second season, and Stallone has agreed to do it already. Is that is that what you hear, Tim? Yep. How yep, about... Yep. The deal is done. How about the fourth season of... Um, City, City on, on a Hill. You know, I haven't seen that series yet. Oh, but God, from it's what good. I Kevin Bacon is so Catherine good. Catherine was saying last week how awful Kevin Bacon was. <laughs> He's the worst human being that ever walked the planet in this show. Sweet, cute little Kevin Bacon you know, plays <laughs> such a jackass. It's amazing it is. how bad he is. Yeah, you know, and that's what I love with certain actors are willing to, to mess with their image a bit. Oh. Because, um, well, he's really funny. I should recommend this one. I, if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, you won't get anything out of it. But Guardians of the Galaxy, the Marvel picture, the two of them, they have a holiday special, which 
also stars Kevin Bacon, right? Who is very very funny in it. It and actually was kind of funny. Himself. Yeah, I I saw it. I, yeah, I, and he I laughed. Yeah, himself, and they post. Is this Officer Dave? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who, who am I talking to? Officer Dave. Hey, how are you doing, Dave? I'm doing good, Tim. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. So you've seen the uh, holiday special? I've seen the holiday special. Yes. Yeah, and you know, again, you and I—we probably got more out of it if you've seen the Guardians films. If you haven't, Tom and Catherine, then you probably want to skip it. But the point being is that the guy—he gives us everything. And um, it was interesting, Catherine, when you tweeted out about Kevin Bacon being evil. Uh, I, I don't even recall him being that that evil ever. But then some folks—I think maybe Joe from Louisville—pointed out a picture or two. That he had done where he might have actually been worse. Oh, yeah. No, there's you know, no worse so, human being you know, than the guy he plays on this. He's racist. He's, a, he's just <clears throat> the worst person. He doesn't care who he hurts to get his point across. He's, ugh. What a, what well, a jackass. I should point out then that in The Woodsman, he plays a child molester. So oh, I think okay. Well, I guess he could have. Wow. <laughs> he yes. really is picking some politically incorrect things I to do guess. these days. Man. <laughs> yeah, that well you know what though? That was from a few years ago and you almost wonder now what sorts of decisions people would be making in well, this climate. That's what now, I was, that is a good Yeah, that's what I was thinking watching um City on a Hill. I mean they were I mean it's a it's a series about exposing how corrupt and racist and violent Boston was in the seventies, which I did not know at all. Yeah. And I mean we didn't get a lot of Boston news back in the seventies no. about how things were going on. And the FBI was all corrupt. Well, he plays a, an FBI um investigator and he's like the most corrupt person you can find. Oh god, he is so mean to people oh. too. <clears throat> By, he, he talks down to everybody. Oh. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Really good. It he was very, very good. good. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, it's going to be interesting to see being that local coaches can get fired for uttering words to teach lessons. I know. I can't believe I think, they fired that guy. You know, guy. you're talking about at what point is it going to come back to bite any actor in the ass who has uttered those words on screen. You know, it's just how deep do we have to go yeah, into this it's well? True. Um, so, again, uh, I I wouldn't want to play the roles that Kevin Bacon plays, especially, you know, like I say, the roles that he has chosen in the past. At, well, look, they've been going after Tarantino for years yes. about his very liberal use of the N-word. Oh, yes. Um, but he seems to sur- to survive it all. But at some point, what are they, when are they going to try to cancel him for it? Right. You know? yeah, some not. people maybe are just uncanceled. No, they can't cancel him. Who knows? Yeah, because they ignore it. Mm-hmm. He's they making money it. for the right people, so no one cares. That's, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you, if, if you continue doing what you're doing and just ignore it, you are not canceled. The thing that cancels you is people stop going to your movies. And there's nothing on social media that's going to keep people from going to see a right. uh, Quentin Tarantino right. movie or a star movie, yep. period. So they can they can whine and cry all they want, but it's just not going to work. You just ignore it. I mean, what's well, the Well, the big mistake a lot of people made or make or continue to make is that they apologize. Yeah, never oh, apologize. Yeah, don't apologize. Oh, sorry. Ever. 
Yeah, you don't want to do that. You're right. See, because it's blood then, in the water. You're, then you're never good enough. Then it's never good enough. Oh, but you did. The apology didn't go far enough. Yep, right. never is good right. enough. Never. I have a question. How much danger am I in calling Bilski a Polak? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Probably less than you are calling me a Pollock sitting right across. <laughs> a little more danger. Is, 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 is Mr. Bilski in studio too? No, I just love picking on Bilski because he listens to every show. Well, you just tell him that he, I got his back because I'm quarter uh, Polsky. So oh, I'm, yeah. with you. I'm with you. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm a Polak too, Mike. I think so I'm zero percent Polish. No, we're not Polish. No, at all. I don't have any Polish. None at all. No Very Polish. close. We're, no. we're, we're neighbors. No. Yeah, <laughs> Czech Republic and Germany are both pretty close, yeah, to Poland, close to Poland. So. No Chernina for you. That's no. that's well, that Eastern European Tommy. mutt. Yes. Yeah. Tommy, you're saying your your grandma was or your mom is 100 percent German. German yeah, right? she's 100 percent German. My grandma was 100 percent 100 percent Polish. Well, see, there you go. And uh, my dad, my grandfather, was 100 percent German. So when the 100 percent German uh, uh, when that hundred percent Kraut met uh, met the hundred percent Polak, that's where we got the fifty-fifty with that's, my dad. That's pretty. That sounds pretty similar, Tim. I mean, yeah, my my no. grandpa was a hundred percent Polish, my grandmother was a hundred percent Croatian, my mm. grandpa on my um, mom's side was a hundred percent Bohemian, and my grandma on my mom's side hundred oh, percent German. So, oh, you got yep. Catherine. It sounds Taxi like your mosh, family. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget that. I forget that Catherine. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like back in that that was the there it was a certain period of time where you had the the immigrants coming in from Europe, and you know they were a hundred percent, and then they yeah, met they were. Mate yep. were from another country. I mean, it all it all kind of. It makes sense. I mean, it's really rare, I would imagine, nowadays that you're going to get 100 percent. Well, it, uh, you know, I, coming in. I grew up thinking I was half Bohemian and half German, and then I did one of those genetic things, which I wish I hadn't have done because God knows what my database is now. But um, <laughs> I, you know, I found, I found out that I actually have. There's quite a bit of just all, all over Europe. There's mostly yep. Bohemian, mostly German, but there's. A little Scandinavian oh, yeah. in there. There's almost <clears throat> yep. uh, all the way all out to Russia practically in there. There's, you know, quite a bit in there. So, yeah, I must have had wanderers. Wanderers? Yeah. Which means Bohemians, right? Yeah, I know, I was, well, uh, nowadays, yeah, yes. I was about to say, I forget that you're Romanche. Mm. And, you know, on that, you no. know, you were in the trailers. and or no, the, I was you know, Behind the little ponies, and they're going from town to town <laughs> no. and just... You know, selling sort of, uh, you know, was it willow furniture that falls apart to you? I am so you know, highly rimbles. insulted. Yeah. <laughs> so, you I know, can tell. I can hear it. Your lack of knowledge. I see the Carmen in you. I see the Carmen in you. There you go. I like it. No question yeah, about it. Every time Cher sings Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, I'm right there. I cry. Cry. Yeah. You just cried a tear right down at you. I can see it. That song would never be recorded today, by the way. Gypsies, no. Tramps, and no, Thieves. No, probably not. Why not? It's about a honky. Yeah, I know, but somebody will find a fence in it because, oh, oh you're, God. you're making fun of... Yeah, well, seriously, man. Well, we just watched uh, the uh, what's it, the Sebastian Maniscalco uh, yeah, special he just put out, yeah. and he just 
ignored it all. I mean, he just was all over it, just a, you know, a bit like uh, Dave Chappelle, where he was just right in people's faces yeah. about this stuff. Yep. You know, he, he mentioned, you know, he, he just addressed it over and over and over again. Said, "Hey, move on, you people. You're, you're, don't be so sensitive about nothing." Nothing, because he was talking about he was talking about a Asian child in his son's class who and the, he met the dad who was Asian, and they said, "Well, you can't assume that the Asian child's with the Asian dad." He says, "He says I tell you what, I'm gonna put my hundred dollar bill down right here, and I'm, t- <laughs> and I'm betting right now that that Asian kid's going home with the Asian dad." <laughs> One of my favorites of all time, KSLQ in St. Louis. He used to be part of my territory when I was with Capitol Records, right? And KSLQ's sales manager was a guy from Britain. He's his English boy. And, of course, back then, uh, those guys were World War II veterans, you know, everybody back in the, you know, mid-'70s, something like that. And I, every time I ran into the guy, Tom, let me tell you a story. We were strafing the Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> he always started, they were strafing the Jerry's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever, pal. Uh, why would they call Germans Jerry's? Just because? Because they they had oh, what's it? The cans? No, Jerry cans. The Jerry cans. I think it was a Jerry can. No, it was it was a can for gasoline. Oh. Yeah, Jerry can was like what they'd carry around in their Humvees. Oh. Yeah, it comes from. Well, wait. Or Jerry may have. Jerry can comes from the nickname Jerry. Okay, from the oh, nickname so Jerry, and Jerry is, is a, it sh- just a shortened version of German? G-E-R, Jerry, yeah. They think it's probably just, yeah. Yep. They both start with, you know. It does sound like an English thing to say. We were strafing the Jerry's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the English like, like well, to... Then who came up? Who came up with Limey then? Where, what, what's the, Limey comes come from the fact that English sailors in the 17th century yep. were given limes to prevent scurvy. Yep, that's exactly it. My dad was a limey, I know that. I wonder if, if that's a forbidden word, too, now. No. Limey? Limey is so old, it's, it's folksy at this point. Friend, I will call him a limey and see if they get upset with me. Yeah, no one the world, take it for a spin. <laughs> Give it a try. That'd be something I could probably get away with, but... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the, the British always like to put a Y on things, you, you know, yes, or a Z, or S-Y, or something to make it cutesy. I mean, yeah, they do yes, that. Yes, they yeah. do. That's right. That's sort of the standard kind of thing, well, right? I will tell you, in 1923, they somebody calls. There's a there's, what's what's the slang or uh, bad word for Scottish people? The Scottish people and the Irish people are Drunk. at each other's throats. <laughs> <Usually, no. laughs> hey, I'm Scottish and English. I can say that. Oh, okay. Barely. Barnard Castle? What do you mean barely? <laughs> Not a whole lot there, actually. What, Scottish? Yeah. Barnard is a very Scots name, actually. Well, it could also be a corruption of a German name, which is more likely. Oh, my dad was I am only 1.2% British and Irish. Really? So, yeah. You you're, like, you're like, what, 1.16th? So your dad would have been 1.8th. So not a whole lot, but it is there. So it is possible, I mean. Well, my dad was literally everything. I mean, everything in Europe, yeah, he was, there was part a, there's of that. there's a lot there. Yeah. Well, let's with, see. <clears throat> Scots. Scots don't really have anything. Don't have a derogatory name? No. Oh, we got to fix that. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, already said, I already said the derogatory term. Britons have limey. What do Irish people though. have? Let's see. <laughs> Germans have a whole lot. Oh, they got a lot. Yes, they do. Irish, of course, have plenty. The Irish have plenty. That's yep. true, yes. Mick and Patty, namely. Yeah, Patty and Mick. That's mm-hmm. right. Oh, yeah, those Scottish are the good old days. people somehow seem to have uh, 
The only one that is really used much is jock, which is used in England, like exclusively. Jock? jock? Mm-hmm. Why were they all jockeys or something? Uh, it has something to do with some war 10 trillion years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think literally because of my, my father. My mother was 100% <laughs> German. Because of my father, I'm literally everything in Europe. So there's it's <laughs> list of ethnic slurs on Wikipedia. I love and that. And it's a so list much. of basically every ethnicity... Um, and then each of them just like has their thing, you know, like um, Scots here has jock and that sort of thing. And Britons, it says, see alternative names for the British article. So they have their own article worth of names. <laughs> wow. got a few names, do they? Yeah, that was a limey. It was, yeah, there were all kinds of them. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Cast, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Join hedge fund manager Larry Bernstein for his podcast, What Happens Next in Six Minutes. The format gives the guest speaker just six minutes to present his argument, followed by a provocative question and answer period for deeper engagement. Check out the What Happens Next in Six Minutes podcast with Matthew Continetti on a history of the American right and why there has never been a consensus among conservatives. Aaron Friedberg and how we screwed things up with China. Casey Mulligan on what is driving up inflation. Tom Sankton on the challenges in obtaining a ransom for a business executive after a kidnapping. What happens next in six minutes is fast-paced, intense, and thought-provoking. Bring your A-game because what happens next will challenge you. New episodes are posted every weekend. What happens next in six minutes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe and give the show a listen. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rob. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my 
my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Oh, no question well, I, I just remember growing up in western Pennsylvania, everybody who didn't belong to the uh, Church of God in Alberton had their own name. Really? Had their own derogatory I name. That. I just and, love that Oh, stuff. It, was, it was amazing. It's just everybody had, and so they would. They would throw this name out there. Oh, you knew exactly who they were talking about. The area, what they were talking about, who yep. they, you know, all their proclivities or their the prejudicial feelings against them, the racism or the bigotry or the xenophobia. It all just came out in the name. You threw that name out there. It was just, it was awful. It was just awful when you think back at that. And I remember my grandmother. It's like you know, my uh, I asked my mother, you know, what's what is a uh, what's a sheeny? And she oh, had, sheeny, she yeah, had absolutely. used that word a thousand times. Yep. And I had heard it from my grandmother, my daddy, everybody had used that word. And at some point in my life, I thought, what in the world is that? I have, I have no, no idea, idea what, what a what sheenie is. Well, I called my mother when she was in, like, you know, mid-late 80s. And I said, what's that? And she, I don't know. Ten minutes later, her boyfriend calls back and he says, Rob, a sheenie. A sheenie is a Jew, someone's Jewish from New York. Right. Specifically, right. New York Jew. Huh. And, huh. It is, yep. Isn't that sick? <laughs> When you think about it, it's, it's just pretty how, bizarre. How, it was bizarre how how intricate it was and how important it was to use that. It's odd. Well, just you know what they used to, to say back. ten thousand years ago: "Let them all go to hell except Cave 76. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. That's exactly it. You just see this. This talk has reminded me of so many great moments in my life because I was sitting at the dinner table. I won't say the family's name. I was at St. Joseph's, and the father. Just a great guy, but he was pretty loose with all the stuff. He's sitting there, he goes, Hey, Louise, Louise, his wife, what's the name of that new priest? That, that new, you're going to get that new, you know, the spaghetti bender. <laughs> spaghetti bender. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, he, meant that a, he meant that as a compliment. That's the great yeah. part of it. It's, it's <laughs> what's wrong with bending spaghetti? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing, exactly. You think about it. There's a long list for, oh, poor Italian. Boy, they oh, took they got oh, a lot yeah. of them. Man, they got a lot of them. They do have a lot of them. Oh, man, there was a lot uh, of hatred for the Italians when they rolled in. Yep, that's well, too bad. We had, we growing up, we had a, a, a family that was of Italian descent, living not too far. Dad used the W-H-O-P all the time. <laughs> Call it to him right to his face. And oh, wow. he answered it. Oh, yeah. That's what his nickname was. You know, it, does that really stand for without papers? Yeah. No. That's what they tried to claim it was. It's yeah. short for guapo, which guapo, means that's right. handsome. <laughs> and it is guapo. It, it is, is short for guapo. It is. It means handsome in Italian or well, there you strong go. or something. I think it's handsome. But uh, Italians would call themselves guapo all the time. And, of course, you slur it into guapo, which just then becomes wop. It becomes wop. <laughs> That's not harmful. Kind, kind of, you know, kind of pretty much all slurs have a very dumb backstory yeah, to them. Yeah, I suppose they do. Yeah, it's like, they couldn't, they couldn't, they didn't want to make the uh, an X because it looked like a cross. So they asked mm -hmm. if they could make a keiko, circle, a circle yeah. instead. Circle, and they yeah. signed with saying circle. Yep. That's exactly what it is. I'm just calling yep. them a circle, which, but I guess that's how it works. Yep. The inner circle. 
That's all we have to say. Did you look under? Uh, did you look for derogatory terms for white people? Well, I mean, cracker. there's plenty, and you know, oh, all. monkey's good. <laughs> cracker's good. Cracker, flat, flat, flat ass. That's <laughs> flat ass is one. I heard flat ass when I was a kid. Who's that flat ass over there? Well, that's a new guy. New guy. You take it. I mean, you grew up with that, and you just, you just. Yeah. I love that stuff. That's how they. That's how people talk. You dress Nobody you. cared. Honestly, God, back then, nobody nobody got their feelings hurt over it. They all no, laughed at God. it and understood what it was all about. Or maybe they internalized those feelings. Yes. Oh, and now it's and maybe, maybe maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's why you're saying that's maybe that's why Catherine strikes out so much because she's internalized <laughs> all these things. She's, she's heard these remarks, these slurs against the Ramaj, exactly. and she's she's it's, it's acting out now. Well, right. I can see that's that. Right. See, I need Lexapro. You need Lexapro, okay. Well, there you go. That's, I'm sure it'll, we can take care of that for you, honey. Not a problem. So, Timmy, what else you got cooking in the entertainment world, Pally? Well, I am preparing myself because, you know, last week I in, I reviewed Avatar, The Way of Water. Uh -huh. Right. All three hours and ten minutes of it, I said. Oh, but I love the film. It's a spectacular <clears throat> film. I haven't yet... Uh, uh, but uh, tomorrow's review on the queue, and I am going to be on tomorrow. Because I'll be on tomorrow. You're going to be on Thursday, correct? I'll be on tomorrow. I'm going to be, be on Thursday again, yeah. Right, right. So they asked me to do tomorrow. So uh, Babylon, I haven't seen anything about it. Uh, it's Brad Pitt. It's Margot Robbie. Oh, it's I about like the decadence of 1920s Hollywood, and it is three hours and eight minutes long. Oof. Boy. And I'm thinking, what's going on here now? Every movie has got to be three hours now? What's yeah. What's the deal? Yep. What's going on? I hate it. Maybe, maybe the Batman have... earlier this year was three hours. Oh, crazy. God. Maybe they fired all the editors. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Just leave the footage run. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> one we, more... get the, we get the outtakes in the movie Yeah, now. one oh, less mouth to feed. <laughs> Oh, my God. But I will tell you, highly recommend, and I'll talk about this one tomorrow as well, um, the Knives Out sequel, Glass Onion, is terrific. Really? That's the uh, Daniel Craig one, the yep. murder mystery one. Yeah, Knives Out was pretty yeah. good, I thought. So, Knives Out. We, yeah, fam, yeah, my wife and I watched that. We enjoyed it. And then we actually watched it again not too long ago because we, we yeah. haven't seen that in a couple of years. Let's watch that again. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That, it's a terrific. Uh, they're not sequels technically, because the only character you got coming over is is Daniel Craig, the Benoit Blanc, the, the uh, investigator. So basically, he's going. He's walking into another murder mystery. Is what he's doing. So all new cast, all new big ensemble cast, are all terrific. Edward Norton's in it. Uh, Dave Bautista. Catherine Hahn, um, what's oh Kate Hudson? Um, so yeah, a lot of great people in it. So that you will be able to see on Friday, um, and yeah, it's been in theaters. Actually, you might be able to catch it in theaters right now, but Netflix has got this thing to qualify their films for Oscars. They run them in theaters first, so finally it'll be on Netflix on Friday. Cool. Yeah, every time you say Ed Norton, I think of of course Jackie Gleason. When he was on the game show, they, had to, they asked him a question, and he totally panicked. He was asked... Uh, that was the episode where he was doing Name That Tune. 
Yeah, it was named that too, and that's exactly right. Well, because who wrote? They were practicing <laughs> doing the songs, and uh, Ed Norton was on the piano. Yes, exactly. and every time he started a song, he started with do do ba do ba do 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 do, and then he'd go into the song, and then when he was on Name That Tune, they played Swanee River, and yep. of course he had just heard it five hundred times played by Ed Norton, so he was like. Ed Norton? Ed Norton! And that was not the right answer. Spoiler alert for now, a 50 year old. Tom, more than that. You reflected. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What, how long ago was the Honeymooners on? Like 70 years? Uh, 55. Oh, it would start yeah. in almost, 1955. Almost yeah. 70 years. That's almost a long years. time. Still well, one of the funniest shows ever, ever on television. God, that show was funny. Well, reflecting on that now, Tom. Yes. If. Because I know you're a huge Jackie fan, obviously, big fan of the Honeymooners. Yep. Apart from um, saying one of these days, Alice threatening basically to punch his wife. Bang, right? zoom. <laughs> but he never did. He never hit, hit his wife. Well, that's good. Of course not. But, you know, there was no way that they would they be able to say that line these days oh, to, no. to make that. No. Well, I don't know. Married with children, threat. they were but threatening to. Is there anything to... else that would never cut it these days? Oh, I bet there was a lot of that stuff that oh, we what, these days. What was that show that we were watching? You you watched this really old, like, mis, I don't know, some mystery thing. And and he had just gotten done slugging her, and then she's like, that's okay, honey. Oh, yeah, what was that? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, whatever genre that is, I think it was film noir. Maybe the 1950s, though. Those were filmed. There was a yep. lot of just slapping women, and then they were just like, "Oh la well, la la." Yeah, and women finally. were slapping men too. That's women true. were slapped men for an off-color comment other. or some such thing. Yeah, but it was it was just <laughs> it was just bang zoom to the moon to the moon, Alice. You never hit her though. No. Now, Catherine, you have to tell your all-star wrestling yep. story. It's a great story. Oh. <laughs> I went to a wrestling match. It was supposed to be like, oh, what do you want to do? And it was, went to a wrestling match. Oh, I thought just, you were writing a paper on it for college. No. Went to it just for, <clears throat> as they say, shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah there you go. And so, so we're watching this. I'm like, I can't believe I'm at this thing. And there was, there was some slamming and, you know, punching and all that kind of stuff. And couple behind us the woman turns to the man and says that reminds me of the first time you hit me oh, and i'm like where oh, am no. i yeah. i'm in an alternate universe oh, at this time yeah, yeah, that's and right. I, I need to go oh. and, and i gotta look, go now and you looked around the, a lot of people had their half their ear bitten off oh. and dandruff the size of dimes didn't even know yes. the size of dimes. i was too busy wondering how i'd ever gotten there oh. <laughs> See, we, i never had to put up with any of that because uh, my father never even if my father would have hit my mother she'd have beat the piss out of him i can guarantee you that well there was an honor code in my house and in our neighborhood where you just didn't hit people that are smaller than you or couldn't yeah. defend themselves. It just didn't right. happen. And if you saw somebody hitting somebody smaller, you went over there and took care of it. That's just Straighten how it was. It, yeah, people just didn't put up with that crap where I grew up. Yeah. And, of course, that was part of the marriage code. The spirit of the marriage code was don't hit your yeah. partner once you're married. Yeah. Don't hit him. What? Either way. I mean, it just was understood. You got to sleep sometime, and I don't want to piss my wife off. That <laughs> you got that right. Well, there you go. Those just, scissors just, are sharp. Well, and it just was a different time. I mean, I remember fathers seeing kids 
doing something wrong and they would like pull them by their ear to their house and yeah. tell their parents what they saw them do yeah, and then the kid right. was reprimanded Beep. for doing something bad. <laughs> Yep. And that's just how it was. Now you couldn't never. No, you wouldn't ever, dare touch anybody. No, nope. even no matter if they were if they were killing your cat, you couldn't tell a parent that they were doing something terrible. Right. No, no, because they would deny it, and there'd be a lawyer at your doorstep. <laughs> no, it's just it's a different time. I, I mean, you said you said something about killing a cat. I won't say how or what the events of how it happened. But has anybody checked out Smile yet on Paramount Plus, the scary movie? I've been asking the family oh, to watch it for too, months. No, that months, looks too, uh-uh, too scary for me. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Mm-mm. Well, okay, I just, you the previews alone. That, that's what triggered the memory because that's one of the disgusting things in the movie, oh, see, which mm-hmm. is really intense, really bloody. No. Really violent and Mm-mm. really disturbing. Not my kind of and thing. I, no. I just couldn't believe it. And and but, but the, the question I always have for movies like this and why they become hits or whatever. And and I should tell you, uh, Catherine, that Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick's daughter plays the lead character. Really, oh, really. Bacon. Huh. And she's a good person though. She's not a bad city on the hill sort of Bacon. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, she's she's a very she's a disturbed bacon because she's having these horrible visions that include this demented smile oh, God. that people have. Yep. Um, but I I always have these questions of how do these movies become hits because it, 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 too disturbing. How, how how is that entertaining? I don't know. How is it seeing people? Slitting their own throats oh, and, no. and, yeah. and pulling off their faces, off their skulls, no. and how is that entertaining? I don't get it. I know it's like that. Maybe I'm just old-fashioned. I don't know. Well, that's where American Horror Story went. They just yeah. they went from like being yep. a you know a, a fun show to this just just deeply disturbing weird stuff. It's I don't know. I guess it, there's a I guess there's an audience for it. And why isn't this canceled on social media? Yeah. Why isn't why isn't this abject violence? canceled on social media yeah it's true well, no one wants okay, to talk yeah, about and that's, well, where, that's where ralph that's where they they seem to just let it go is with you know hollywood can preach at you all they want about how this is bad this is bad you shouldn't do this or whatever but the minute the cameras start rolling they can do whatever the hell they right. want they can say right. whatever the hell they want and uh you know it doesn't matter that you know <laughs> Any kid has access to it now. I mean, it's not like the old days in theaters where they might check your ID. I mean, with this stuff streaming and all this sort of stuff, you know, it, it can mess mess up with some. It can mess with kids' minds, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, so it, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me how they're allowed to preach, but yet they can put well, out this stuff. And just look at Twitter. I mean, Twitter. They were uh, there was so much sex, sexual exploitation of children constantly but now we find out that the fbi was actually paying twitter to do this narrative about elections and hunter's laptop and all of this kind of stuff i mean it's it's been it's factual it's out there and nobody cares there was a 13 year old boy that asked twitter to take down a very explicit video of him uh he was denied something like 45 times I mean, that's that was how Twitter was run. That's how our social media is being run. Yes, it was. And Twitter, it's all being exposed. You know they were doing it with Facebook and everything yeah, else. Yeah, absolutely. You know they were. 
but they're not nobody's calling it into question oh, every social media thing has people like that running it it's very like very that. disturbing like that. that it's all and no, they would that. rather be in politics than squashing child expo- well, exploitation. well if you're in politics you can exploit children and you won't get in trouble that's just that's sick. why and no it. one has the ethical spine to leave this garbage exactly system no yep. well they're making two hundred thousand dollars to go to meetings and do yoga for three hours a day it's... no I'm, I'm talking about the people who are using it oh. paying for it and are the recipients of the advertising and the revenue stream no one wants to do that they have the ethical spine just walk away from it i know and this hatred of elon musk this is all coming out now this is a good thing yep. we we can't have uh we can't move on until we have truth on any topic well you know, one thing that lately, you know, all the big celebrities like Elton John walking away from it. First of all, he's saying, well, because of the disinformation. Well, let me tell you something, Elton. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I can tell you it's been nothing but disinformation from the very beginning. Secondly, why, you know, the guy's got millions of followers. It's free advertising for him. Why anybody would walk away from that, I don't know. But would I miss Twitter if it went away? Absolutely not. I thought it was a cesspool before Elon. I think it's still a cesspool. I, it, you know, the minute, like you say, child exploitation or, you know, this whole idea of people bullying other people on Twitter to the point where they commit suicide, they should just shut that crap down right then and there. Speaking of cyberbullies. How, how do you continue on, on, on with that? We have uh, Kristen Burt. Kristen Cyberbully Burt. That's who it is. <laughs> I just put a report into Twitter, and they denied it. And I was like, thanks so much. Yep. Really? Yeah. I mean, I got such an abusive tweet, and they said it didn't <laughs> violate the rules of Twitter. And I was like, yes, it does. But Wait a minute. Who sent you a somebody sent you a bad tweet? Oh, it happens all the time. Do, Do I have you? to go over there and break somebody's arm or something or for you or what? Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you so much. Okay, that would help things. <laughs> Why would they go after you? What the hell? Did, you're not offensive as could because be. Because they're just people that no matter what, you could say, oh, look oh, at this nice, God. sunshiny day, oh, and there'd God. be somebody that would be These upset be about the that. trolls, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah, haters yeah. got to hate, they, as they, they say. You know, it was a little bit easier to get a report through before. Elon makes it a little bit more difficult. Huh. Um, they, they, have less, they have less people monitoring like this stuff, so... That's the other issue because he fired half of them or they all left. Yeah. So, you know, I think that they're just picking and choosing like, okay, yeah, that's that, you know, violates Twitter rules. That doesn't. And so I have a feeling that it's just, you know, at a certain point, you either can take it or you're just going to say, you know what, it's not worth it. It's not worth my sanity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Facebook, we had a bunch of mean girls after Tom for a very long time on Facebook. And I, I kept reporting things that were coming through my my page and stuff, and Facebook never did a thing about no, it. You just block them. Nothing. No, Twitter, uh, Facebook is a total cesspool. Like, you'll get naked pictures from men. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and you can report them, and you get nothing. No. They don't care. No. They're like, just block the person. I'm like, that's great, but oftentimes it- they pop up and create a new account. Is that a poor choice of words? Well, I was just <laughs> it, it sounds to me like a telemarketing sort of thing. Well, you can block one number, and then they'll just come at you with another yeah. number. Yeah, lately it's, it's been really bad. Whack-a-mole. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Another poor, poor choice of words. 
I'm really not sorry I haven't been on social media in 10 years now. I have no, no knowledge of social media whatsoever. No, have it's no as interest. It's bad as it's ever been. Yeah, it's, it's, it's people bad. are terrible. And right again, now. like I say, with the Twitter situation, God. if people are thinking that all of a sudden things turn bad because Elon owns it, <laughs> no. where have you been? No. Yeah, really. Exactly. No use for it's that crap been, at all. I couldn't care less what anybody has to say on social media. I know, but you know, you've got a digital show, and that's yeah. how you promote well, it. Know. That's how people no, find right. it. I mean, uh, that is true. There's always going to be people that have to use everything to, you know, mess with others. So, Kristen Burt, Timmy Lammers just telling us your favorite movie of all time is Smile. Is that right? <laughs> no, I went and saw Avatar uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so you was, said you and loved I was thinking it. About you. With the three hours and ten minutes. No way. <laughs> nope. I know. Hey, Kristen, like have, have, you seen, have you seen Babylon yet? I haven't. The Brad How Pitt is movie? it? I, I haven't. I've been avoiding it. Uh, I'm going to review it on Take You tomorrow, but it's three hours and eight minutes. Ugh. I'm going to watch it today. These long movies. I know. Is that just a new thing now? It must be. Well, award season. That's true. Award season, and you got a guy that directed uh, what's his name? Um, the guy that directed El- La, La 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 Land and oh, <clears throat> Damien Chazelle. That, yeah. He also direct- yeah, yeah. He won an Oscar for directing La La Land. So basically, here you go, do whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's what happens. You you know you get that clout, and all of a sudden <laughs> you can say, I I want a three hour movie, and they're going to give it to you. And of course, it has Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie, so that helps. You know, getting that made, but no, no. I was just curious if you saw it, and if it's, I'm like I say, I'm dreading it. I I loved Avatar, even at three hours and ten minutes. Well, and, but, I did too. Oh, no, we talked about this last last week. Tom, you weren't here. I don't know why. One of your sleep-ins. Um, but... Oh, one of my sleep-ins. Oh, I, I have to leave. I, this yeah, is. I, I can't take this anymore. Mom, you had a nosebleed. I did. Oh, I had a that's right. You had the geyser. We're back, we're back to the verge of the domestics again. A, a, a possible life-threatening problem. <laughs> and you trivialize it like this. I'm, here's, I'm here's what I like. horrified. Kristen, I'm sitting doing the morning show. All of a sudden, my nose doesn't start bleeding. It starts gushing blood. And my neck seized up so i thought i might have encephalitis and was dying and she's like i don't know why you didn't show up that's nice what a great wife maybe you're 11 from stranger things yes maybe that's what it is if you're fascinated by aliens ghosts cryptid creatures like bigfoot then i have the show for you the paranormal 60 with dave schrader each week we investigate different claims of the supernatural bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Join hedge fund manager Larry Bernstein for his podcast, What Happens Next in Six Minutes. The format gives the guest speaker just six minutes to present his argument, followed by a provocative question and answer period for deeper engagement. Check out the What Happens Next in Six Minutes podcast with Matthew Continetti on a history of the American right and why there has never been a consensus among conservatives. Aaron Friedberg and how we screwed things up with China. Casey Mulligan on what is driving up inflation. Tom Sankton on the challenges in obtaining a ransom for a business executive after a kidnapping. 
What happens next in six minutes is fast-paced, intense, and thought-provoking. Bring your A-game because what happens next will challenge you. New episodes are posted every weekend. What happens next in six minutes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe and give the show a listen. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Can we go back to Babylon? How is yeah. Babylon different than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Is it just warmed over Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? It's it's set in the 1920s. It's about the decadence of that era. Oh, so, so the other was so the yeah. But the other one was 1940s, 50s, the wasn't it? 20s, yeah. So it's, it's what's, it, what's that? It sounds to me like it's just warmed. It's just warmed over. Same thing, you know. Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt. I mean, it's the same. Why isn't it the same? Pretty much the same show. Yeah, it's funny similar. that you're, you're right. They were both in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I don't. That's about filmmaking in the 1970s. Yeah, and well, said amidst the uh, Charles Manson. Yeah, that was Manson more about Manson. Well, it was late 1960s. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah but it's still it's still, um, still the decadence. No, I don't know. I, I'll be able to tell you more tomorrow, but I, I really don't know what the difference is. But uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. So I don't want to cut into Christmas time, uh, but uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to all of you, Tommy. We'll talk tomorrow. Sounds uh, good, Valley. Kristen. Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll talk on the flip side on the podcast in 2023. Sounds good, Pally. Yeah. Thanks, Tim. See ya. Bye. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, will be on the KQ Morning Show tomorrow. I'll be on uh, KQ tomorrow and Friday. And then Friday will be it. That will be the end of it. And I'll look back and give Tell everyone. How are you feeling? What is your emotional state as the countdown continues? Um, I'm actually. The tissues. Yeah, exactly. No, actually, I'm looking forward to moving on to something new. It was a, it was a phenomenal 37 years. I mean, the last 10 of it was a massive pain in the ass, but, you know, it was the highest-rated show in America at one point. That was quite honorable. But, no, I, I never, ever dreamt that I could do a show for 37 years and be the highest-rated show in America and meet all these wonderful people like you and Tim Lammers. You know what I'm saying. I know. Are you going to cry? No. Are you going to cry like a baby? Uh, yeah, uh, tears of joy. 
I'll probably be the one crying, or all all of us listeners won't have many more. I I will tell you this, Chris. The problem that I do have with media right now is getting very woke, and therefore I want very little to do with it. Those people are insane. What? I think woke has been stolen from like everyone just abusing the word. Probably. So I have no use in the word whatsoever. <laughs> well, it just sounds so, oh, it's so urban. I said an urban word. I said woke. I know. It's, it's like, all these middle aged white Ugh. women trying to talk like 17 year old black men. Exactly. <laughs> woke, has been, woke has been stolen from both sides. So I just don't say it at yeah. all because I feel like it just. Puts you in a corner. <laughs> I don't it's, want to be in any corner. It's like the time we were walking on uh, uh, down in by Venice Beach, uh, just by Earth Cafe. We were walking along, and there were two women in front of us. And the and the and I we were listening, and I overheard them, the one woman say to, about some man they were speaking of. And he said he is super evolved. Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, that super makes me evolved. think seventies like or eighties slang. Oh man! So enlightened. So. I will tell you what, if I ever start talking like that, I'm going to only talk like George Clinton. <laughs> hey, okay, Tom, what do you think? Get up with the get down. <laughs> I love George Clinton. He was the best, or he still is the best ever. God, what a talent that man is. Get, get up, up with, with the get down. <laughs> I love that so much. Did you ever meet him, Kristen? I did not. <laughs> you know, flashlight. I met him one time. You know, he wore the garb. He had the the hair and the garb and the whole deal, and he carried a spear with him on stage every time <laughs> he went on stage. And I was introduced to him, and instead of saying a word, he slammed the spear, you know, the base of the spear, into the ground and went, huh, and walked away. <laughs> I thought it was phenomenal. I loved it. That's all life should be. So what's new with you, Kristen? What are you watching? What am I watching? Well, I just finished a whole bunch of Hallmark movies because I had the feature piece. I know. Um, but there's something so like wildly addicting about them, which I think is really funny because they're so formulaic and they're like 87 minutes start to finish, which makes watching Avatar, you know, at three mm-hmm. hours and 10 minutes, like a chore almost sometimes. And, um, but they're so successful. Like yes. I was writing about. Yes, they are. I had to write about the success of it, and it's really fascinating. And and then you start to see like there are wars within the networks of like what Hallmark's doing, what Lifetime is doing, the strategy of GAC Family. Like everyone has a different point of view about it, um, and they all want to win the Christmas war. It's it's yeah. I I really actually think it's kind of interesting when it comes to the landscape of TV and. So, like, Hallmark is finally like, hey, we have a Kwanzaa movie. We have a Hanukkah movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they're all trying to one-up each other, so it's funny to watch. Well, how about a Festivus movie? I was just going to say. Let's go. They should do one. The Festivus movie, just a, what is it, an aluminum pole? Yeah. Good strength to weight ratio. That was very funny, too. Uh, there's a movie that Kath and I watched. I don't know. It's like 20, 30 years old. It's called The Christmas Candle. I thought it was very sweet. Susan Boyle. Remember her? From uh, America's Got Talent or America's whatever it was? America's Got Talent, yeah. Yeah, oh, she, 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 was, she was in it as an actress, which I did not know she was in anything. Oh, I do not recognize her. Oh, that's Susan Boyle. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, going way she back. Was, she was on Britain's Got Talent. Oh, yeah, Britain's, Britain's Got, got Talent. Yes. 
Yeah, but she was everywhere for a while. Yeah, she, she was. She was. Is she around still? You mean alive? Yes. Yeah, okay. She's only 61. <laughs> oh, really? Way to go, yeah. Catherine. Boy, is she dead. She's one of those people that looks nice. older than... Well, nice she's a little girl. larger gal, yeah, that... You know. well, I, just really nice, looked, I just thought she looked older because this that Christmas candle is from t- early 2020 or something. 2021. Oh, is it only a couple years old? I thought it was older than that. Christmas candles Her? from 2013. Oh, my life. <laughs> <laughs> off by a decade again. A little off. Here we off go. Off by a decade again. A little off. <laughs> yeah. I love that about Catherine. <laughs> Isn't that brand new? No, it's actually from 1933. But that, that song that she sings, A Christmas Candle, it was a great big hit. And I had never heard it before until we watched this. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a sappy, hokey movie, but it's cute. But it's very nice. Yeah, very it's, sweet it's message. It's Hallmark for its time. Yeah, it's kind of like a yeah. Hallmark Christmas movie, I would yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we watched was um, A Boy Called Christmas. A boy Aww. called Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's basically it's a Santa origin story, but it's not like the standard Santa origin story. It's kind of like you know how in the Santa Claus they made up their own like how Santa works kind of system. Yeah. This has the same thing. It's like a boy, uh, his mom's dead, and there's like she's left behind a story about going to visit the elves, and then it turns out the elves are real, and then he has you know a bunch oh, of who's stuff in that? happens. I, well, I know um, McGonagall from Harry Potter is one of the characters, but I don't think any of the other characters are anyone I would have ever seen before. Oh, would would you recommend it or not? Yeah, it was actually pretty good. Okay. Nice to know. Let me see here. I mean, you look at you look at the the feeds, and it's like there. How many Christmas movies have there been? Oh, it's all romance well, usually. If you look at some of what some of these networks are doing, I think it was Lifetime did thirty six new ones this year. Thirty six. Hallmark did forty. Whoa. Hallmark did forty new 40. ones. Whoa. Yeah, forty. Yeah, that's Man. insane. They made a they make a commitment to do new movies like every weekend, and they start right after Halloween. Yeah, but it's so, the same movie over and is. over, isn't it? It is. Uh, you know what I've noticed that they've started to do, though? Like, there's one concept that is like Gwyneth Paltrow's movie, Sliding Doors, where if she had caught the train, one thing would have happened to her life, and if she missed the train, her... It does feel like that, yeah. Train. Yeah, so they, they're doing kind of like that oh, concept. Oh, okay. There's like a three men and a baby concept this year at Hallmark, so they're looking for like mainstream movies that people are familiar with, and then throwing it into a holiday theme. Okay. They should do like the holiday version of Friday the 13th. Yes, there you go. Do they make money off these things? Oh, yeah, tons. They do. It's their most profitable time of year because advertisers know, like, the demographics. It's the same type of people watching these movies over and over again. So for certain right. advertisers, it's yep. a bold mind. I do know of several women, and oh, God rest my sister's soul, she was one of them that would sit there on the couch <clears throat> watching Hallmark Christmas movies and crying oh, away. Who was? Pam. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. She, little, she sat there and I loved them all equally. <laughs> and the Hallmark merch. Like, I went into oh, like, Ace Hardware no, no. and there was like Hallmark movie pajamas, a mug, oh, like cocoa. I mean, I'm going to run my head into the wall. So that you can have like a Hallmark themed night or a Hallmark themed mm. party. It, it, there must be some, it must be some sort of comfort thing. 
where absolutely it's just, yeah. yeah it just feels comfortable Nostalgia. yeah they use Nostalgia. a lot of like stars from the 90s or stars from soap operas so people that are a lot of soap you know, opera crossovers yeah. Oh. a lot of them yeah it's very comfortable it's non-threatening mm. people people that are just like they're you, just sweet they're like great i'll watch a, a rom-com with them they're just like you and me yep exactly that's right yeah because they're also like you know for them <laughs> For a lot of these actors, it's a second life. They're getting production deals. They're producing. They're creating stories, um, and it's create created kind of like a second chapter in their career. They're making some good money. Huh? But there's merch. Yeah. How can there possibly? Oh man, that is so interesting. That there's so much merch out there for these specialty interest or special interest groups or uh-huh. you know affinity They're like Disney groups. adults, though. You know, it's like the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Because the story that I, I mean, I haven't watched a Hallmark one in a long time, but the the story that I remember was. It's always a woman moves to a new town. She didn't believe in Christmas. Because she had a bad breakup mm-hmm. or her husband died. And there's a handsome stranger yep. who's selling Christmas trees yep. or is a veterinarian. And she doesn't like him. He's a weirdo. But they end up falling in love right around Christmas. Well, she, she does. Sounds like Catherine just <laughs> rolled her hand up. Thank God. Catherine, you're a little, that sounds a little, uh, you know, You know, cynical. this market is so lucrative. They actually teach workshops and seminars for like writers to oh. how to write a script for to pitch to Hallmark and things like that. That's how lucrative it is. Because huh. if you think about it, if they're buying 40 scripts a year and that's for the holiday season alone, I'm not even talking yeah. about, you know, their mysteries and, you know, all of their other series that they do on their networks. That is, that's a huge number, honestly. Yeah, yeah the, well, there's a, there's a series run that was released this lot past year, the woman who moved to the small town, you know, who was was the nurse, and then she fell in love with the butcher or some, some I don't know, some person there. Oh, the there's baker three, got jealous there's three the right there. The butcher, maker. the baker, yeah, and the candlestick maker. You can do three of them. There you go. There you go. Wrap them up. If you can into a prince, if you can use royalty, oh, that's always there's a, a prince. Angle. From some, like, oh, yeah. vague, vaguely British... Brooke like Shields country. did a castle for Christmas. Yep, I, I we watched, watched a that cor- one. I watched a Royal Corgi Christmas this year. It was Royal really okay, Corgi now that Christmas. I would watch, just because there's corgis. <laughs> it, it was, wait, this is such a modern story. It's hilarious. It was a YouTube influencer who happened to be an aunt, a dog trainer, and she's like the number one in the U.S., and everyone loves her. She's called over to train one of the naughty royal corgis and, of course, falls in love with the prince. Oh, of course. He's really cute. And it was with Hunter King, who used to be on The Young and the Restless. Actually, you must know. Ralph, do you know Hunter King? Uh, boy, it sounds familiar. What do you put? Yeah, what she was he... a kid, so and she's, okay. uh, but she left a few years Oh, right, ago. right, 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 right. She was she was a child, really a child, child. Whenever Ashley was on, yeah, Hunter yeah. King was yes. born 1993. Yeah, so yeah, she would have been quite ten years younger than Ashley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, she's done, and she now has like a multi-picture deal with Hallmark. I did an interview with her, and they, I mean, the big deal was like she got this multi-picture deal. She's really excited. She's happy to be there, and sure, you know, it allows people to work less, but for probably more money than they made on the soaps. So. Yeah, yeah, wow, I. Just I never realized just how important that was as far as uh, as far as entertainment goes for people. I, I I never even turned it on. I can't take it. I, we watch one ugh. or two a year, just 
Because well, to, to they're, so, sure, they're so available. To make sure you still need your Prozac? Mm-hmm. Oh, and they're just, I just found it as depressing as can be. Oh. Really? The Hallmark movies? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, the pathos that they build up, build on is just awful. God. <laughs> oh, she was just divorced or her husband died. or there was, There's always some terrible pathos. And you're like, well, let's just forget about that now. Let, now she's going to be happy. No, she's not. She's going to be depressed and need medication. It's, like, it's, like, like, therapy. Yeah, it's like Virgin River. It's just in Hallmark movies bits mm. <laughs> well, the, it that, teaches you that if you discover the true meaning of christmas then you'll be happy forever yeah the end. that's right christmas the brings end. everybody together <laughs> the end. just the happy end. for 60 more years and then that's it that's that yeah it works beautifully so what are you going to do for christmas this year are you going back to massachusetts no i don't my family doesn't my family lives in florida so. oh that's right they all moved to florida now didn't they didn't tell you we're going to we're going to Florida um, twice, actually. We're going to Florida in January for a quick weekend um, for a wedding. And then we'll be back in March um, for a little bit longer of a stay. When, so, is it? when in January? January, we're going to be there. I'm going to be there Saturday, the, I'm trying to think, the 7th. And then we leave the early morning of the 10th. Oh, well, that is the week before we're going. Oh. Are you going to Miami? Well, I'll be back again in March sometime. Are you guys there in March? Are you yeah. back in <clears throat> They will be, but we're in, we won't. We're there well, in March. Why don't you come back it's in March? It's two degrees here. We're definitely going to be in Florida. It's very cold. Wah, 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 wah. Mm. You can come back in March, two Andy. Middle or, middle or end of March. I think one trip with a one-year-old is plenty. No, oh, he's fine. Now, Chris, you go to Miami? Is that where you go? Um, my mom, well, we're going to Orlando in January for the wedding. and oh, then. Okay. Um, in March, my husband is actually going on tour in January. He'll be on tour for three months. Um, his show is performing at the Villages in Florida. The Villages. That's up by Orlando somewhere. Isn't that up by um, Orlando someplace? So love it. I'm going to go and watch the show. My mom's going to come, and then we're all going to hightail it to Jensen Beach where my mom lives. Are, are you going to go to the tea dances? What is that? Oh, that's where that's where they 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 serve tea. They they have they, no, they have drinks that are in tea cups that are not tea, and I bet a little alcohol, and that's when the that's when the shenanigans sort of start. And and the, at, at the villages, yeah, which the, has like the highest rate of um, STIs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there right. are so yeah. many rumors about that place, and people deny yeah, it. But I'm I, sure, well, but that's you know if you're you know if you're you know if you're a widower or a widow and you have not had companionship. I tell you what, you want, you want, there's, there's a piece of that that's important for people's well-being and health, and that's what goes on, and accept it. I'm just going to hibernate in Minnesota. Yeah, just become a monk. Good call. Yeah, but that'll be, that's a fascinating kind of thing to be in the villages. You'll give us, you're, you're going to give us some insight, insights into the villages after he's done with that. He'll have a lot of stories. Right, yeah, they, they have a full theater there, which is interesting, but it makes sense. It's such a large community. And we God. know somebody's mom that lives there, and I look at her differently now. We do. <laughs> well, you know, hearing all the, a all couple the more rumors. friends of mine's mothers moved to the villages. Well, I guess yeah. I mean, there are some pretty sordid stories that come yeah. out of the villages. There are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't get pregnant, so I guess no. That's true. Well, that's yeah. That's well, where the STIs come well, from. Well, I guess everybody mm-hmm. has a golf cart. It's a very. It's right. like yeah. a, everything's right. there that you need, so mm-hmm. you don't need to like go on those scary freeways where people are going 120 miles an hour. You just stay in your village, and is I guess it, it's huge. It's oh, it's massive. 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 Is it, is it gated? I don't know if it's gated, but I know there's, there's like villages within the villages. You know, it, it just is keeps five expanding. and a half square miles. Yeah, 
So it's not huge, but it's pretty big. Population 81,000. But they've got the grocery store and everything you need. Yeah, they got in, everything there. Yeah, right yeah. there. So. Oh, the villages. <laughs> and then the guy pumps his fist when he makes a putt. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> and they advertise. They've got billboards all over the place for that. Yeah, they do. It's like yeah. that. Every, everybody loves Raymond, where Frank and Marie moved to the uh, retirement community. And oh yeah. Frank almost hit somebody <laughs> with a golf cart. And Mar- <laughs> Marie gets into the oh, the yeah. play. Uh, oh, the yeah. incent- unsinkable molly brown and makes everybody mad and she they all quit and then now it's a one-woman show and well what's the the area of That's minneapolis huge. isn't it like 50 it's see. big i know the village is huge minneapolis has an area of 57 square miles so the village is yeah, yeah, it's big. Three-fifths the size of Minneapolis. Yeah, it's huge. Yep. For a, yeah, for a housing a development. Yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah, it is a city. Yeah, yeah 80,000 people is pretty big. Yeah, a bit like Summerlin. Summerlin in Las yeah, Vegas. Summerlin. It's a yeah. plan, giant planned community. Yep, yep it's true. <laughs> well, Kristen Bird, have a magnificent Christmas, New Year, Christmas. everything else. Yes. It's always a pleasure having you on. So uh, we'll look forward to talking after the first of the year. All right, and happy retirement part one. Part one. Because you're going to part one. Yes, part one. We'll see <laughs> yes. how we'll see what happens after that. All right, my dear, we'll talk right. to you next year. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, I love Kristen. She's a wonderful person. God, I hope she disconnected. Oh, yeah. Don't ever hear. She She's should not gone. hear that. that. She's wonderful. She is a, just a great person. Timmy Lammers, Kristen Burr. What could be better on Tuesday? There you go. Officer Dave, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you. Thank great you. Same to you. Enjoy. Ralphie, Merry Christmas. Going? Where am I going? Nowhere. I'm going to be here, stuck here in this cold. Any family coming? Nope. We are alone. Oh, my God. They're giving you the stiff arm. <laughs> the stiff arm. We are alone. You're out to okay. pasture, huh? That's okay. We, we went last weekend. Had a nice visit. And uh, we'll be alone and just... Uh, Bracing, oh, bracing for the new Stiff year. Arm and from the kids. I guess school's cold. canceled on Thursday because of the snowstorm oh, the wor- that's you know, coming. The world's going to end. I'm oh, okay. certain. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what well, we're going to have to discuss. Could, what yeah, we're, we're going to have to discuss what we're doing. How could school be in session? It's it's a holiday break. That's true. It's a winter think. break. Some of them haven't started their holiday break yet. Not until what the 24th? Well, till the 23rd. I think some yeah. of them we're going to go till Friday. Yeah, huh. somewhere. I mean, I guess that makes sense. And of course, they're going to be just off a week. They're going to be off just a week. Generally a lot are. of the time, yeah, yeah. we were. Yeah, yeah. So we've got a week off. Although have, Monday go. is mon- Monday after New Year's. Is, That's the second. They're not going to have school then right. either. No, because of, because of New Year's Day is on a Sunday. You're going to be yeah. fe- you're filling a lot of paperwork, fender bender paperwork. Oh, I hope not. Mm. I've got thirty. I looked after we <sighs> after you said hello this morning. I have thirty nine full days left, and then after that, it's only twenty one shifts left. There you go. Yep, then it's all over. Now i got to find another job. We're up, we're up. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're well actually, you know Mike Meldahl. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he offered me a job at his shop. Oh, did he? Security? <laughs> no. What, smoking selling cigars? Cigar, selling cigars. Oh, it's not a bad idea. My my wife would beat the living crap it's out still, of me. He's still oh, up there on the Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. Because I smell like cigars every so day. You smell like so cigars what? all the time. So what? <laughs> I, I think it's a dream job. Well, I mean, you know, KFC smells good, but not when you smell like it 24 hours a day. Put that, put that. Mom would know. Yeah, I had, that, I, had that, I had that red polyester uniform that, oh, God. Oh, the uniform. Oh, baby. Oh. 
It was awful. Well, yeah. stale anything smells bad. When they when they were tearing when they were tearing down the Kentucky Fried Chicken in Wyzetta, they had opened the sewer and you could oh, smell it a mile away. Oh, yeah, I, I, I remember <laughs> when I was driving home and it was like so much chicken grease. grease. Yeah, so much grease. <laughs> we have one more show before Christmas tomorrow. That'll be the final not show on of the year. Merry Christmas. Nothing on Thursday. You're not doing a show Thursday? No. Really? No well, podcast Thursday? Well, if there's going to be a snowstorm at 10 below. No, Doug Sprinthal has, uh, the, the Israelis are in town, so he has to work all day Thursday. Oh, okay. So tomorrow was the final show of the year, then we'll be back on January 2nd or 3rd or whatever it is. I think it's uh, January 3rd. 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 3rd will be Tuesday. 3rd we will and be And I back. will not be here. I the third. some other things to do in the You're office. You're a disaster. Okay. <laughs> You're a disaster, I said. I know. All right, talk to you later. Have a great uh, day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.